Gene Sapikoff of the Charleston Post and Courier joins us right now to talk a little more South Carolina. Gene, thank you so much for the time, man. How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward to this uh, shootout we're going to have Saturday night. Oh, you say shootout. How much defense do you think is going to be played between the Gamecocks and the Tar Heels in this one? I think there could be some turnovers in which the defense scores, but <laughs> otherwise uh, I think it's going to be kind of a show with uh, Drake May and Spencer Rattler, and I don't know. I mean, whatever the over is, I might go over that. Well, I think it's like 64 it's it's a lot. And so here's my thing with the quarterback play, right? Because plenty of eyeballs are going to be not only on Drake May, but even Spencer Rattler ended the season in a phenomenal fashion, especially the regular season, throwing for over 360 yards against Tennessee and against Clemson, 400 yards against Tennessee the week prior to Clemson. With Spencer, do you think we're going to get more consistency from this year uh, from him this year? And if so, do you think that's going to be in the form of, you know, actually getting over 250 yards passing per game and uh, in this new offense under Dow Loggins? Uh, it's going to be fascinating, guys, because you look at those last three games, Tennessee, Clemson, and the bowl game against Notre Dame that, you know, it was a close loss for South Carolina. Spencer Rattler was really just lights out in that Tennessee game, in which he was, of course, ridiculous. Six touchdown passes, almost played a perfect game. But he had two very big turnovers against Clemson, and he is definitely not the reason they won that game. Kind of was spotty against Notre Dame. Of course, he didn't have a lot of his cast with so many guys opting out of that game. But here's the weird thing with the Dow Loggins offense is I've never heard of more collaboration between an offensive coordinator and a quarterback. I mean, Spencer Rattler says he has lots of leeway to change things at the line of scrimmage, and I think that comes from Loggins having coached in the NFL and worked with QBs that way. But that's going to be an interesting dynamic to watch. How much does Rattler change at the line of scrimmage against the Tar Heel? Gene Sapikoff joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Sapikoff. And so when you look at Spencer Rattler, we know the story. We know the road he took to get to South Carolina. But what have you seen from him just as far as his maturity? Is this a guy that's still hungry to get back into the first round of the NFL draft? Where do you feel like Spencer's headspace is as we enter this season? That's a great question, and I think he's very focused, very very uh, leadership-focused, and he's got – this is his team for sure. I, I think the players, the Gamecocks said it was his team last year, but until that last month, it just really wasn't. There were just too many things going on. So he wants to play in the NFL. He wants to play in the NFL next year, and I think there's a lot of incentive here. And he really believes in this offense. And while there's lots of experience at the skill positions, I think there's some more depth than people probably think. And so when you turn it over and look at this defense under Clayton White in South Carolina, they had a lot of holes to fill. But is Tonka Hemingway and Nick Emmanuel just two really good building blocks for this defense? And how good do you think that they can be this year? I know you think they're going to give up a lot of points to North Carolina, but could they eventually start to get this thing together based off the talent you feel like that they may or may not have? 
Great question. I think it's going to be when is that eventually happen? Does it happen in the second half against North Carolina or sometime after they play Georgia on September 16th? I think the key against Drake May and against any really good quarterback is that up-the-middle push from, as you said, Tonka Hemingway, but also Boogie Huntley and the linebacker group, which is very rebuilt with Stone Blanton in there as a starter, Mo Caba coming off a serious injury from last year. So up-the-middle push and just Stopping that Tar Heel running game, it'll be interesting to see what Chip Lindsey does with that. So, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be hard to say when that defense will come together because they have some very big holes to fill. It's not just losing uh, guys like Zach Pickens and Cam Smith and Darius Rush to the NFL. It's losing Jordan Birch to the Oregon Ducks and um, you know guys like that that were transfers. That's really gonna really gonna hurt. All right, so here we are talking about the running game for North Carolina. How do you feel the running game is going to play out for South Carolina this year? And also, Gene, the offensive line. You know, What kind of legitimate worries are there, especially on the interior? Uh, as far as the running game, wow, that's going to be the biggest question mark this season. You have to carry on Joyner in his sixth year, who has gone from wide receiver to quarterback. Tar Heels remember that all too well from the Duke Mayo Bowl. That was his first start at quarterback in MVP of the game in a 38-21 South Carolina win. But now he's a running back, kind of an undersized guy, not real big. And he takes up punishment between the tackles. We'll see because Juju McDowell, the other primary running back, isn't a very big guy either. So what are they going to do there? Um, besides that, though, I mean, I think they get that ball out really fast to the likes of Nick Harbour, a, a freshman receiver that's their top recruit, and just try to kind of Keep the Tar Heels guessing. When you look at this schedule, Gene, and this North Carolina matchup, it is huge nonetheless, but there are other big games on this schedule as well. Is this the most pivotal game for South Carolina, this opener against North Carolina, or what do you see as the most pivotal game on their schedule? It's a big game because essentially replaces Georgia State on the schedule, not just that that was the opener last year, but just the way the non-conference opponent situation falls out. And that was a nice win. So if they were to lose this game, you're already, you know, one over par and go into last year's eight and five schedule. But I think the four key games are the four point spread upsets they pulled last year against Tennessee, Clemson, Texas A&M and Kentucky. Um, they're going to need to get a couple of wins in there, or they're going to have to make up, somewhere else and i don't know where they find that on the schedule because it's pretty tough so i think again that four large point spread upsets especially tennessee and clemson but also kentucky and texas a&m they beat them last year and uh, those are all going to be tough tough games this year all right so despite this being south carolina team week wanted to get a ton of your coverage on the gamecocks also did want to ask you about clemson before we move on out of here gene what do you think the key for the of the game is going to be between the tigers and what is going to be what is a a, a really good duke team in a lot of uh, people's minds that watch the acc yeah, I mean, I think getting pressure on um, Le Riley Leonard, who's going to be one of the best quarterbacks Clemson faces this year, and that's saying something because they play Drake May, Spencer Rattler, and uh, Jordan Travis and Sam Hartman. But Riley Leonard, I, I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the country. Um, you know, his father played basketball at the Citadel, and Riley Leonard actually uh, spent some of his early years here in Charleston 
growing up. And I just had a lot of respect for a guy like that. So they need to get him on the ground early in the game. Or as Al Davis used to say with the Raiders, the quarterback must go down and he must go down hard or else it's going to be a long night with that quick passing game that Duke has. That is the great Gene Sapikov talking about South Carolina. Just a little bit of Clemson at the end there. He's a part of the Charleston Post and Courier. We always welcome him in to talk about some South Carolina football as well as really anything else that he can cover. Gene, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks, Gene. Thanks for having me, guys.